Um, well, thank you. This is the most fun I've ever had on a podcast. <laughs> I hope you're still recording. <laughs> Just cut that and put it at the beginning. <laughs> there's, there's your stinger right there. Yeah, thank you. The key question though is how many podcasts have you been on? Like three. So <laughs> oh, dang it. Woo! Top three, baby. I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcino. I'm Chris Smith. And I'm Randy Cote. And we're talking taco time. Fresh, fresh, delicious. We are joined today by a very special guest. Please welcome to the pod, the executive editor of Seattle Met Magazine and the author of our new favorite story of all time, <laughs> the Washington's Great Taco Time Divide, Alicia Vermillion. Welcome to the pod. Hello. Thanks Woo. for having me. Wow. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Thank you. I was unsure if you were calling me here to read me a litany of uh, complaints. We'll get to those. Uh, yeah. The complaints are all about the caricature, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't know which one of you is. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's on the agenda. Uh, <laughs> in the in the event that you did not see it on our social media or hear about it on the uh, weekly Pelton cast this week. Alicia wrote a feature story about Taco Time Northwest and the unique place it holds in Seattle. Uh, why don't you, you've explained this a little bit in the piece, but why don't you kind of reiterate to everyone how this kind of came to be? Yeah, well, um, I'm sorry to say I was listening to a different podcast um, where they discuss Taco Time. It's, it's okay. We know there are other podcasts out there. Um, there are a few uh, <laughs> called Dear Elite Reviewer, where um, local like restaurant owners discuss how annoying Yelp reviews are, which if you are a, that's like food editor catnip. And um, as I was listening to these episodes, just the subject of taco time kept coming up and all these chefs and sort of, you know, restaurant owners that I really admire and would never think that they would eat anything like taco time, you know, were like very firmly team taco time. And it sort of shook out as I was listening that folks who are from here love it and folks that aren't from here were like that that place all right um so that's i don't know i just thought that was such an interesting uh like divide and i'm very firmly in the latter camp i grew up in portland oregon and i like i'd eaten there before i know people like it it just never stood out to me as anything that was like a subculture <laughs> and then i went down the rabbit hole and discovered how wrong i was <laughs> Certainly, this qualifies as a subculture. I think it's fair to say. And in that podcast, the uh, Melissa Miranda of Musong was—I don't know if that was the first time it came up. Yes, she was the first. She was the origin story. Yeah, she mentions that her friend Cam had been on Talking Taco Time. So right from the start, there was this uh, <laughs> connection between us in and the dear. That was how I found you guys. Yeah. <laughs> What what did you learn? What surprised you during this reporting process? Oh man, it just kept going. Like you kept pulling the string. Just that it was it's a fourth generation company, which is nuts. And I mean, of course, the whole Bizarro Taco Time situation. I mean, that's 
crazy. Like, I mean, I can't think of another instance in the universe where you have these two, like, oh, we're totally different companies. We just have the same name, a mostly similar menu, and we operate right next to each other. Um, and it's wild how many people I've heard from that, like, I always thought the Taco Time sucked when I went to, you know, XYZ place. So I feel like a lot of people that grew up with Taco Time don't even understand that. All right, let's get, let's get into the reactions. Randy, clearly you have a lot on this topic. <laughs> oh my gosh, where do we even start? First of all, I just want to say as as someone who, you know, used to be like in, you know, journalism and now I'm in like marketing communications, bravo to Seattle Met because the number of apparently a lot of people are subscribed to your email alerts and or read the online um, <laughs> thing because I, I have people come out of the woodwork, especially in my office. My office has been a gauntlet the last two days with this article coming out. Um, and I will get, I have some very hilarious examples of that. But like my first reaction is like, wow, I didn't know Ed in IT read Seattle Met or I didn't know that Melina in, uh, you know, Red Seattle Met and I kept asking I was like how did you even hear about this and like oh I signed up for the daily thing I read it every day about what's going on and two days in a row it had the article featured in it right so like just bravo to the Seattle Met digital team for pushing out a great story um some of my highlights I mean obviously the, the article is just pure gold like it is <laughs> like every it is a beautiful it's so well written and when you get, you know, lines like, um, you know, every every good hero needs a villain, right? And like, there's no better way to introduce the other Taco Time than, <laughs> than the villain edit of the uh, the Taco Time narrative. Some of my favorite um, reactions on Tuesday night, a coworker of mine named Jackie randomly emails me at 1030 at night, subject line, Taco Time? And it's like, my husband just sent me this article because... Our family loves Taco Time. Our seven-year-old daughter, huge Taco Time fan. So she's reading it, enjoying this thing about this thing she loves. And all of a sudden it's like, Randy Cote did this. And she's like, what? <laughs> like she had no idea. She also said that when um, she was like, yeah, like to her seven-year-old daughter, like, oh, the um, there's this guy I work with. Apparently he really loves Taco Time. Her <laughs> seven-year-old daughter was like, angry that someone loves taco time more than she does <laughs> is is what so her seven-year-old daughter was upset because she's like no nobody loves taco time more than i do mom and i was like again like they're everywhere um i had a we're, we're everywhere we're everywhere <laughs> there's now, dozens of us your inbox yeah. emails with the subject line taco time yeah. yeah um and then i think my other there's like so many stories let's see um a coworker of mine in the kitchen today. She's like, "Hey, I saw the thing about Taco Time," and I was like, "Yeah, crazy, right? Like, are you a big fan?" And she's like, "Randy, seriously, if it weren't for Dicks and Taco Time, I would have moved to a much warmer climate years ago. But it's what keeps me—it's what keeps me happy." And I was like, Bra "Bravo, good to you. You're making great life choices." And then truly, the one where I was like, "Okay, people I work with, you know, people know about Taco Time. It is what it is." Oh. Shit, I'm blowing right past. On Tuesday, the day that it happened, Kevin texts us the link and it all happens. I come back from a meeting on site and I get in the elevator of my building to go up and two of my coworkers are coming back from lunch with taco time. One of them, <laughs> one of them, Henry, was like, 
hey, so, uh, sorry, Randy, we didn't get you any. Like, I know you. To which Joel, this other guy says, what, Randy, do you like taco time or something? <laughs> and Henry, of course, is like, Joel, you have no idea. And I said to the both of them, like, you both have no idea that this article just came out. If you're looking for receipts on how much I actually like taco time. If the commercial wasn't already enough. Right. I mean, I, I will say, Randy, like when Kevin asked what the surprise was, like you were this, you were a surprise for me because by the time I sat down with you guys, I started your, listening to your podcast chronologically. So I had yet to reach your stint as a co-host. So mm. I, I feel like I um, walked into meeting you guys not knowing what a, what a taco time treasure trove you are. Oh yeah. For the <laughs> listener here, I will say of our interview, which was in Kevin's living room the moment where the four of us were like yeah and you and you know you know Chris used to work there and Randy was in a commercial and they gave him like a trophy <laughs> some crazy stuff and Alicia was like they you what you were in a commercial and then Kevin like turns around the laptop shows the commercial she's four. that's in my recording <laughs> yeah and then when the, I think when when I said like oh and I even have this taco time spreadsheet I think that's when Alicia was like Randy we're gonna need to schedule a separate hour long interview for you <laughs> like I need to know more about this spreadsheet <laughs> anyway yeah just uh, honestly though like the the piece is so great I love that the narrative of you know the we talked in in Kevin's living room about how like the easy way here would have been to go like old Seattle versus new Seattle and I just love that it was just much more of a positive, like, no, we're kind of just like celebrating this like nostalgic Seattle period that we all all love and that we get to keep enjoying in this sort of secret language that we get to have with each other um, here. So I don't know. Those are my, my, my reactions. It's been a lot of fun. I, you know, it just shows um, it's it honestly just exemplifies the Taco Time love so authentically of like the way people have celebrated the article and shared it. And it's just so like indicative of the article itself. So. Well, thank you. And thank you for all of you guys for being game to talk to me and share your most personal private spreadsheets with me. Um, <laughs> I'd say one of the coolest things is I, mean, I feel like I have friends that'll share the article and then they'll get friends that are DMing them like, no way. I love, I have my ratio of ranch to salt to hot sauce. It, it, <laughs> so I have people sort of sharing. Yeah. It's like all these very impassioned, very articulate, um, love yeah love for taco time i saw there was only like three comments under the article i think i looked uh, earlier today and it was like one person that was like oh i love taco time and then two people just shitting on it and like some guy was like oh it reminds me of like 70s mexican fast food which sucked and he was just going off on it and then he's like and they put too much sour cream like there's it's ranch dude like you don't even know there's a pretty good Reddit thread. I like someone who's like, this story is way too long for me about two podcasts about taco time. That was, that was my favorite comment there too. <laughs> on, on our Seattle. I'm going to pull up the the Reddit right now because another coworker of mine in a meeting this morning was like, Randy, the article's on a Seattle uh, subreddit. And I was like, oh God, it's happening. <laughs> and then in that same meeting, our like vice president of food and beverage, who's a huge taco time, like notorious taco time supporter. He gets it once a week which aligns to your whole, like, you know, the chef theory. Um, we talked about a meeting we need to have in a couple of weeks where it was like, he even said, he was like, we're gonna have a big, like, taco time, like, you know, meeting, we'll bring in a bunch of taco time and just get people out of the space and come and brainstorm. And one of our, like, high up, like, new senior uh, director people is like, I've never had taco time. Like, <laughs> what is it? And the whole 
eyes of the room turned to her in ire. (laughs) So it's just, I I thrive in a working environment where taco time is the the topic of the office. And that has been (laughs) the case for the last two days. Taco time was my office, bro. Oh, touche. I can't compete with that. <laughs> and and Chris can't get on the level of the guy who worked there for 10 years. Oh, yeah. My, I sent it to a friend of mine that I uh, worked with at Taco Time back in the day. He lives in South Dakota now, where he's from. But he was like, only six years, dude? That's rookie. That's rookie Taco Time shit. I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite response was posting on Instagram. Uh, I heard from someone I went to middle school with. I think she overlapped at high school with chris and tristan but was you know my age not not your age uh who i didn't realize had worked at the tequila taco time for i think five years so uh she she immediately subscribed to the pod to, so shout out kiara if you're listening to this episode oh. one of my good friends the diamond man that took me to the interbay location years ago also subscribed today so shout out sarah if you're listening yeah we've got a lot of new <laughs> listeners certainly a lot of pressure now <laughs> We'll, we'll get we'll get into the taco time news update later. We I did have did get one email about it to the uh, peltoncast at gmail.com account from uh, Richard who shared that he's been going to taco time since 1966 when the Everett location franchise first opened and that uh, since becoming vegetarian their their bean options have been great for him. Also shared now that he's going vegan anxiously awaiting them offering non-dairy cheese to the menu but uh 57 oh. years of eating of taco time and we i checked with our mom that's s- probably slightly longer she said about 55 years of eating of taco time for her <laughs> i wish i was there when it opened you know <laughs> oh can i tell you a bit of reportage that i think unlo- this will be the, the the sequel to this will be solving the mystery of um i was asking Gretchen, their lovely head of marketing, who I know you all know, um, when Mexi Fries came on the menu and she said they've been on the menu since the start. And I said, um, gosh, well, um, that Robbie actually sent me a scan of the original menu and they're not on there. Oh, yeah. So she was. uh, Yeah, she was unsure what was going on. So I think I worded it something like they've been on the menu since early day. I, you know, something very specifically vague. It's a lovely journalism talent to sort of <laughs> reconcile that um, because, but that's a, that's a mystery to solve. I feel like I've seen an old picture with them on there, but I don't, you know, could not be the first one. Do you guys, do you guys smell that? It, it smells like a, a Pulitzer <laughs> for investigative journalism <laughs> on the way. <laughs> we should, while we're at it, we should also turn Alicia loose on the story of the missing Macklemore banner from Kiarita. Oh my gosh! One of Seattle's greatest mysteries. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it, it used you to will. hang in the rafters, but but mysteriously disappeared. No longer does. Mm. Curious. I thought to me the most interesting part was the idea that Dicks is what Seattle wants to be, and Taco oh, yeah. Time Ooh. is kind of Seattle as it is: earnest, progressive, dealing with our whitewashed past. That I thought was a great concept. How did you sort of hit on that? Thank you. Honestly, I was curling my hair one morning and that's like when I do deep (laughs) thinking because my hands are busy and my brain has nothing to do. And I was thinking about that and I was like, hold the phone. So I went and wrote it down and kept on doing what I was doing. So that's that's where that idea came from. But no, I I do think, I mean, I think I, when I think of, um, you know, Seattle local fast food, Dick's is the first thing that comes to my mind 
but it is yeah it's like cooler you know it's got more more of like a cool factor i would say taco time is deeply uncool in a way that makes it very <laughs> <laughs> and dix is like definitely more like urban centered taco times like you know they're out there in Issaquah or wherever you, guys you know that out that most Dick's locations, especially when we were all growing up, were much more in the city. So if you lived in Linwood or you lived in Bury and like there wasn't a, you know, there wasn't a Dick's down the street um, the way there is more now. But yeah, it was more of like a within the city limits experience. It was kind of a treat when you went to Dick's, whereas taco time was more of a regular part of your life, I think. Yeah, I had to get like a driver's license, you know, so we could drive all the way to where Dick's was at. And I, I think one thing that probably needs to be pointed out, I saw some comments that are like, you know, Ivor Hagelin's rolling over in his, gra- in his grave at this article and, <laughs> and about, you know, Dix is better. And it's like, this is not a competition, people. Like, all of these things are great in Seattle in their own specific ways, but I don't think they're signifiers in the same way that Taco Time is. That's what's really kind of fascinating is the divide that I think you articulated in a way that even we had never probably, you know, thought of previously. Signifiers is a really good word because I did think about poor Ivor and, you know, he doesn't really <laughs> make an appearance. And but yeah, I, did, I didn't I don't know. I didn't know what there was to say about them other than it is also a fast food <laughs> long history. And they, they have fish and chips all over the world, you know, like. Taco time, I think, is pretty they don't unique. Have tacos anywhere else in the world? No, these are real tacos. <laughs> you know they don't have these white style tacos like we got. <laughs> and I do have to say something, to Jose, that the Baja tacos are white corn tortillas. They are not flour tortillas. Oh my, my bad. Okay, but- let the correction, let the record stand. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question which I was curious about. When you mentioned Dick's, about Dick's is cooler, right? How much of that do you think is Taco Time's own doing? Do you feel like Taco Time could be cool? Oh, or yeah. is it just like, you think Taco Time could be cool and just kind of isn't embracing that? Or is there just like no chance? I mean, we went to the focus group basically having a conversation about this of like, can Taco Time be cool? Dix is just so naturally cool that yeah. everything they do is cool. And I feel like if Taco Time all of a sudden started having rappers in their commercials or whatever, we'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, Taco Time? <laughs> yeah, it's too late for sure for them to try to Yeah, be they're cool. sort of like, it's like they're the mom jeans of like, they're not cool. But I mean, I know I just said this, but they're not cool but i feel like they really embrace that and that is inherently very cool to me that they're very comfortable just being what they are the self-awareness is off the charts yes yes yeah Um, and i credit them when i contacted them i was like i'm writing a story about how people who are not from here like don't care about you and we're like lovely let's have a talk (laughs) <laughs> they're like yes exactly our our mom she read the story hated every second of it no <laughs> she just had to be negative about something and it was like she she was like do you think people are going to be mad at or taco time is going to be mad at you about this mexi fry conversation and i was like i think they've heard the podcast about taco time that came out four years ago or whatever yeah. three years ago <laughs> like they're aware already uh but yeah, no, it is like they. It's a very mom are, comment. <laughs> yes, very concerned about things. Ta- Taco time is is aware of what it is and what is surrounding them, and they're aware of what they are and what they are not. Yeah, very much, very much so. 
they are not aware that we need the taco burger like on the permanent menu. Are we going to this right now? They, no. they may be aware of that. We'll, we'll save that for the news. I, I think the, the important thing, for the, the news segment at the end. The, <laughs> the important thing is that Robbie Tonkin really wanted the opportunity to talk negatively about Taco Time International. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. That's, wow. Straight, that was the straight best. up on the record. <laughs> yeah, truly. I was like, this is, this is what brought me the most joy of all of it. Um, and then when going into Reddit, and the the top like upvoted thing is like I'm from Portland and we call the taco time down here fake ass taco time, and I was like, yeah, Robbie Tonkin said that in his, just as many words. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize they were in Kuwait. What? Yeah, like Canada and Kuwait, like the. Fr- <laughs> I knew Canada for sure, but uh, Kuwait. It's an it's it's the natural progression, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh on azels when uh uh the guy divorced and his wife got azels and then she just started opening them like everywhere including like dubai and shit is there still azels in dubai i know there is in portland it, now in the, in the it, it might thing. be it might be closed but it, it was definitely <laughs> there at one time there's another one I didn't mention in the story. I'd say all the cooking too, yeah. like all the cooking that goes into, I, I had no idea. And I think most, I know a lot of people who enjoy taco time have no idea. I mean, it's bonkers. They do that. It's, it makes no um, commercial sense in a, and I mean that in like a most positive way. <laughs> yeah. You got to be capping um, hot sauce with your boy Arvin. <laughs> like I, I worked, I worked with this guy Arvin from he was from india he was like an accountant in india but then he just he came here and he worked for taco time for like 30 years and then he like retired when i still work for him and he sent me like one whatsapp message he's like i'm back home in india and i'd never talked to him again but he was a hot sauce cap of motherfucker you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) we'll see if arvin came across the story (laughs) i hope so all right, do we have any other article specific questions? Because I have one last one to kind of cap that. If not, have we talked about the, the caricature? Like we yeah, we have not talked about the the caricature. Should we get into that the, now? The only Look. thing uh, the in on the data perspective, the like uh, it, this is like equip me with more data to talk about taco time. <laughs> so like in the the meeting today with the coworker who had never had it, and we all like walked out on her and like shamed her publicly. <laughs> Um, right. I was like, no, like you don't understand. Like they cook their chicken in five pound batches, Taryn. Like, and, <laughs> and she's like, wow. Okay. Like, so I appreciate that data. Then also the, um, <laughs> I kept on going back and forth on the article of um, it. Uh, it never, never talks about 79 taco times. Talks about 77 in Western Washington that was actually that was a last a last minute fact check correction from Gretchen. Mm, okay, so I don't know what they're what two they aren't counting that are I on should, my fact checked it with you clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, well, there's one where it says um, it says there's 77 in Western Washington, which is which is true, which would mean the two other ones are in the Wenatchee ones. Uh-huh. And then later in the article, it says you know I'm on a quest to visit all 77 Taco Time locations and i was like well <laughs> jokes on them because i'm gonna go to 79 yeah <laughs> extra credit i yeah. should go and manually count all the uh just all the locations <laughs> but no it, 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 it yeah it was uh 
it's a nice when I whipped out the the five pound or five pounds of chicken thing people looked at me like <laughs> I was from another planet which is tough when you already are the biggest nerd about hey, that and it's chicken tenderloin too man it's not like chicken breasts or whatever. it's the good shit you know <laughs> big heavy boxes there was also one other important correction where I had to correct Tristan's correction about what <laughs> yeah. Jake one cooked is his going I- away gift from taco time <laughs> I was sad that Jake didn't get credit for being the creator of the Chris Chicken Burrito in the story. I thought I feel about like, that. I feel like he would have really appreciated having that in, in text on the record. On the record. That he was the creator <laughs> of the Chris Chicken Burrito. In his Burrito. Wikipedia entry that way. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, you need to make Robbie deny that, you know? Or, <laughs> yeah. Robbie or definitely did not. Again, more follow up stories. On the record. Sort of like a, a Frost Nixon situation. <laughs> yeah. No, we asked Robbie straight up is Jake the creator of the Chris Chicken Burrito? <laughs> And he said something along the lines of, he's not not the creator of yeah, the Chris Chicken. <laughs> um, the, what the listener may not know is that we were contacted by an independent fact checker. Uh, like Seattle met, like, imp- like had a fact checker, like reach out to us to verify the information. So again, the journalistic integrity of this beautiful, beautiful article from top <laughs> to bottom is just phenomenal. Like that's, it's just so, I love everything about it. You warm my heart. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for answering her questions. Okay, but I do have to say, we saw that the article was coming out pretty soon. I was like, they haven't asked for photographs or to do a photo shoot or anything. I was like, I don't, maybe we're just like a small piece of it or whatever. And then and then it comes out, and all I see is the screen cap from everybody of the caricature of us sitting around the table. Come on. <laughs> Your hair actually looks closer to the picture now that I'm looking at you. I, the hair is not the problem. I do not have <laughs> one giant pupil and one tiny pupil. <laughs> you got all the tattoos, bro. I did get the tattoos, which also, <laughs> they didn't fact check those. But <laughs> I, they did fact check the beanie, though. The, I was wearing the beanie when we were there that day. But I really, I have to say this in defense of Randy, who I could say to the public has a neck. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is, the the real winner, the real MVP of the caricature is Chris Smith. Okay, oh, yes. like Chris it's Smith, good. it's got the made me want the, my permed mullet back. Yeah, it's like he's <laughs> got the 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 signature glasses and beanie and mustache situation. He's also featured on the main art at the top of the story. If you, it's like a little Where's Waldo, and there's Chris oh, over there behind that. the taco. So like, Chris is clearly the like signature person. And yes, I just want the listener to know I do not have red hair or blue <laughs> eyes or jowls. Okay. Or jowls. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was hoping because we were doing this on Zoom, Kevin might move our windows into that uh, grid and take a screenshot of it. We could recreate like stuff and we could do a split screen of like, yeah. Well, no. I mean, if my picture is so accurate, then your guys's must be too. I mean, I think it looks just <laughs> like you guys. What I told Tristan is, I feel like you had more to work with from a caricature standpoint right off the bat. So the other features didn't have to be exaggerated or distorted. You're more of a caricature. You know, I obviously didn't have, I didn't see that until it was a finished thing. I was involved in sort of the opening image or sort of taking looks at that along the way a lot more. Um, but uh, yeah, some people- You didn't draw it? I thought, I, I thought it was <laughs> I'm multi-talented. Um, yeah. I will say the art, the the um, illustrator Hawk is like amazing. First, his name's Hawk Crawl, which like come on, yeah, um, amazing. His full name, and he's it amazing. Sounds like a stage name. 
all this amazing stuff. So I'm not knocking him one tiny bit. But in looking at this, I actually I felt like I was like 50 percent of these people could be Chris to me. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely scanned each four and I was like, well, I'm not here. Or yeah. right, well, I was like, yeah. this is maybe Tristan after taking to the woods for <laughs> many months. I don't know. Um, I did the same thing of like, OK, well, that's Chris. And then I was like, I guess the lowest common denominator is I don't have facial hair. So I guess I'm <laughs> yeah. the one with the lowest. I will say I went on Hawk's website like immediately. I was like, who did who is responsible for that? <laughs> I went on I Hawk's website. Yeah. And like uh, all amazing art. And like, I'm probably going to contact Hawk for the um, I, I would love to get the the top thing like framed like the the great divide with like yeah, the, the huge, giant taco. Like, yeah, the giant taco and the huge rift and the cup of ranch dressing and the the poor unfortunate souls on the other side of the divide that are living a taco <laughs> northwestless existence. Like I need that prominently displayed in my home. I bet for a small fee he could customize it. So you're the one riding the the uh, Chris burrito. As long as I as long as he gives me a neck, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there also maybe aren't tons and tons of photos of you guys online. I don't know if they contacted you directly, but usually, you know, in these situations, illustrators kind of. Oh, I thought I was like, did you take photos of us that day or something? <laughs> That's actually kind of incredible. So he went and found some like our Instagrams or whatever. to yeah. do this. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. It was definitely it was. like, that's very strange. Uh, I, I thought it was really funny in comparison where it's like Chris and Robbie Tonkin have these nice posed photos and they're like, here's us <laughs> in front of a taco time drive through. Yeah. And it's like, here's, here's us down from the mountains after eating taco time for three months. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> It'd be nice. Weirdly, my, my uh, photo on Twitter is already a cartoon of me. So maybe it's the multiplicity issue. It's oh, a copy no. of a copy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Getting diluted. All right. So before we move on, to our traditional talk out of time questions. I did want to ask one last thing about the article, which is when, you know, speaking, I, I'm used to this as a journalist. When did you know that the kicker was going to be the soft taco is still a, bur a burrito line was going to be the um, final line of the story. You know, that's a great, uh, the ending is so important. Like my old boss would say, like when he gets a draft, he reads the ending first. Cause that's the thing the reader like walks away with still in their head. Whereas as a writer, as you know, you know, you're writing your story, the ending, you're just like, ugh, ugh, here, done. I need this out of my life. So I was kind of like, how the hell am I going to end this? And I was um, re-listening to that episode for um, whatever reason. And it just struck me as like, actually, I knew I knew the Mexi fries would be like the, the, the last section. Because that's like a good thing. It's a good thing to get into, but it's kind of distracting to like go down that rabbit hole. Is it just a good like finisher? Um, and then in sort of I mean, I, I was sitting there just pressing play and going back and yeah, not to sound like a creeper on sort of your conversation, like over and over. And I just liked like the way you said that you're like, it's okay, guys, like <laughs> <laughs> still be burritos. So that was one where I was like, okay, I'm putting this quote at the end and then I'm just going to figure out how to like run up to it. So thank you for being so profound. <laughs> Definitely did not realize it in the moment that that was ever going to be quoted in print in any way. You know, I was like, should I tell? And I was like, well, it's out there. <laughs> that was one of the things. One of my one, I would say, the number two Taco Time fan at the Space Needle, Carol, shouts to Carol. Um, she she <laughs> definitely went, like she, some she, animosity to towards yeah. Carol. Oh, no, Carol, <laughs> Carol. No, <laughs> truly, truly one of the greatest. There can't people. be a number two. I'm one through uh, five. 
Yeah, Carol, Carol's <laughs> yeah. truly one of the greatest people in the world. And then when I found out she loved loved Taco Time, I was like, of course you do. You're incredible. Um, but she that she made an immediate comment about the soft taco is actually a burrito thing today. She was like, I finally read that article, and like, absolutely, that Kevin's absolutely right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a very memorable ending. <laughs> and uh, the capper, like the the finish to a great meal, just like Mexi fries. <laughs> All right, let's get into our traditional questions. You eat the Mexi fries second. <laughs> that was like I, the did, Mexi yeah. fries. I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> oh, you, you yeah. I you thought to. you were going to get the hammer in this conversation, oh, which you're well. not. <laughs> oh, no. You got to put those in the air fryer, then you can eat them last. Otherwise, I mean, come on. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> I, I suppose we've already gone over what are your Taco Dime credentials. We can probably move past that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a go-to order at Taco Time, despite not being a devotee of it previously? Yeah, good question. I did kind of go there fairly frequently as I was writing this to sort of stay in the mindset. Um, I do so much eating. I'm the food editor at Seattle Met, so I do so much eating for work elsewhere that I'm like, there aren't many times in my life where I'm looking for like extra fast food. Um, but when I have gone, I get um, so I, I, so boring. I get I get a crispy. Uh, beef soft taco or I'm sorry crispy beef taco and then I get the um taco salad because again when I'm not eating for work I'm trying to get lettuce in my body by any means necessary um I can't not get the Mexi fries excuse me the tater fries um like I I can't not and I also eat them like in the car as I'm driving home it's grotesque there's nothing wrong with that I gotta say the crisp burrito I don't get I I I want to get corn tortilla yeah, I mean, that would be more floutish, right? You've had the crisp chicken burrito, correct? That's what you're eating? Uh, I think I've had beef. Oh, okay. Oh, that, the chicken the chicken is the is the gold standard. <laughs> right. just, that's why you don't get it. Yes, that's it's the menu. You could thank Jake. Uh, it is the most important item on the entire taco time menu. And maybe outside of Mexi fries. Yeah, I think it, in the bracket, it would it would constantly finish near the near the top with the mexi fries did it finish ahead of the crispy burrito i, I can't remember now what the brown I think, it, I think it did yeah those were the before times all right we we know the answer <laughs> to this question but we'd like to hear more about the story have you been to the other taco time <laughs> yes i have somehow i grew up in portland and i don't think i ever went to a taco time or if i do I have no memory of it um so when i was home for christmas i was like i will use this as because i felt like i needed to go to bizarro taco time that felt very important and um it just made i so i went when i was home for the holidays it was actually <laughs> christmas eve that morning I went and um, like took my laptop and went to one by my best friend's house and um, yeah, ordered some stuff and sat there with my laptop and ate and like, boy, eating it, eating taco time, you know, Beaverton taco time on Christmas Eve. (laughs) It's like not my highest moment emotionally. (laughs) Of course, those evil monsters are making people work on Christmas Eve. I mean, it was, you know, like early. it It wasn't, you know. 9 p.m. Did you try the? Uh, did you try anything that's on the international menu that isn't on the Northwest menu, or did you want to compare head to head? Yeah, well, I did the stuffed Mexi fries, okay. mm-hmm. and they were like just sort of like bootleg jalapeno poppers. Um, <laughs> not like yeah, I don't know, they have that. You know, how it's like a lot of fast food. It's sort of like the the idea of the flavor, the flavor of the flavor, rather than the actual taste of food. It definitely had that vibe to it. Ugh. 
And I got, uh, which burrito did I, I wanted to get a burrito that they don't have up here just because they have like all those hilarious. The big one burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was not the big one. It was like, I think it was something it has, it has like chicken tenders inside of it. Cause I was trying to get the most like untaco time North mm-hmm. burrito I could find. Um, so yeah, it had chicken tenders and that it, it's fine. I mean, again, it's like all the different flavors kind of commingle in this big you know flavored slop situation whereas i feel like taco time northwest those are very distinct ingredients because they were all cooked separately and then put together um the thing i did not try because i just like ran out of capacity was that thing it was like a tostada that's wrapped in a big flour tortilla it's like a crunch wrap from yeah, yeah, it's taco, like very, bell. It's yeah. Very taco bell yeah 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 we, so. we didn't get into this last time, by the way, with Casey McClain. He was mentioning that their menu is maybe a little more authentic. And then we pointed out the ways in which it is not authentic, including <laughs> yeah. country yeah. But they do, yeah. I will say, the one thing is the other, Taco Time International has pork burritos. Yes, yes. Which is much more authentic than- Far you know, more authentic, yeah. Yeah, so. Hey, we did, we had carnitas for a little bit. Back yeah. in the day, <laughs> I like that we're now taco time. <laughs> we was there. Was, they were I was him. there when, when they had them. You know, did they so. really have carnitas? I don't think I knew that. That's interesting. That, that it, yeah, it was a brief thing. They did uh, a carnitas like soft taco or something, and then also a crisp burrito um, that was like hand rolled. That was pretty good, but it was like frozen pork and carnitas take a long time. I mean, even taco time, my husband made carnitas today and they were on the stove at like 7.30 in the morning. Um, I feel like they'd have to get in quite early. It really wasn't that good. I don't agree that authenticity is like the goal here. Like yeah. that, it's not added value to be authentic. It's fucking taco time, right? Like <laughs> the, it's not like they can't figure out how to make authentic Mexican food. And they're just like, they're like, this is what we end up with. Or whatever. It's <laughs> like yeah. the less they try to be "quote unquote" authentic, probably the better off everyone is. I totally agree. Yes. It's it's the uncanny valley. Like if it was too close, it wouldn't work. And also, you just go get go to a taco. Exactly. Truck. That's the yeah. thing. Yes. There's yes. authentic yes. Mexican food available in Seattle, Washington. Or, or I don't Washington. know if there are, if there are people that are going to there for their authentic Mexican food. Like mm. <laughs> exactly. That makes me. Un- Something you guys aren't aware of is the veggie soft taco actually comes from the Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alicia is talking about the taco crowd. Yes. <laughs> um, Jose Rolat like vehemently disputed that that could be real, that people would not know the word taco, but because uh, he was saying like newspapers at, back in that era had lots of ads for stuff. But then I was thinking, I feel like maybe Texas is different than Washington in that Oh, 100%. I, I can believe it. Like, my grandma came from Tennessee and then lived up here. I can... She probably said tacos, I'm sure. This is one thing I should double-check. We Our our uncle, like, uh, digitized our late grandmother's entire diary, and there are plenty of references to going to taco time. It would be interesting whether go. the first what? reference to tacos is taco time or whether there's one previously. If she wrote any poetry about it where she rhymed <laughs> taco... <laughs> <laughs> it is not safe, sadly, if not. My God, I can't so. believe you have your grandma A, your grandmother's digitized journal, and B, it mentions taco time. I could have mentioned that the first time. <laughs> I did I not mention it? Uh I, I feel like I, I meant to. I, I don't think I knew that it mentioned taco time. I know, didn't Chris? You said your grandparents went to the first one pretty shortly after it opened. I remember that. Yeah, yeah my grandma uh 
said that my grandfather was like, we have to go check it out. So that was, that was pretty cool. But one thing I did think I mentioned, like our family knew some of the Tonkins growing yeah, up. Yes. That, was, that was part of like how small Seattle was. And, you know, all roads led to taco time at that point, I guess. In you talk about us eating taco time growing up. I, and I swear to God, we had it like two times ever. Oh, <laughs> it was more than that for sure. How, when, how else did we get all those taco time Sonics cards? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how we came. Maybe that was only when we did, but there was a long time when the Roddies would go to taco time. Or whatever, and be like, just have a soft taco because I was used to Taco Bell. And they'd show up at this giant fucking thing, and I was like, what? What do I do with this? Or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't until Chris started working at the Taco Time in the mall that we really started having Taco Time that much. I it's like so much Taco Time to all my friends. It was then they would just come all the time. It was like, yeah, now everybody still eats it. Chris is the gateway. We're here because <laughs> of him. <laughs> <In> the pusher. <laughs> Indeed. I wouldn't go that far. I think it was. You now I said. Dicks earlier was it, you know, that we going there was a treat. way more often as a kid. Mm. Way I don't more often. I think so. Totally I never honest. did. But I think Taco was right Time was next a treat to as the well. Arena, to, the, to the basketball arena. Like, we went to Dicks fairly often. I just think you're misremembering the situation. It's fine. Mm. The, the first reference in her diary is to Taco Time before any wow. other Taco reference, although it's not until 1978. So it's pretty late in the game for Taco you Time's have, existence. You have this just ready to pull up? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Dude, how horrifying is that if you had a journal that someone might digitize it? <laughs> uh, that was what I thought too. It's like uh, all the inane shit that I've written down in books over the years. <laughs> yeah, I, hers is, is like, it's very much like a list of what I did that day. So it's kind of a historical record more than it is yeah. like thoughts and, and that sort of thing. This is why my journal is already digitized in the form of my Taco Time spreadsheet. <laughs> there we go. I'm saving Honestly, someone the work. I mean, I thought that should have been some of the art. <laughs> Reintroduce my future husband to Taco Time. That is that amazing. whole quote was very like, ooh. yeah, I will say, I mean, the other thing, there were just so many moments where I literally just stopped and was just like, she's a genius. <laughs> she's a genius. Um, one of those was the the village, the Seattle edition of the village people. <laughs> I like that sent me to a whole other plane of existence. Like, well I remember what I was asking, I was kind of asking you guys what you do, which is sort of an obnoxious, it's like weird to say that and not to ask someone that and not sound, I don't know, like you're a, up in their biz. Um, and, and <laughs> like, I was asking, cause I think I knew the rest of you guys, what you did. And Randy, I was like, do you do something that's kind of see? Oh yeah. That was the question. She was like, do you do something like, cause you know, you know, you know Tr Tristan music and Kevin sports and even like, you know, the city's booming and building Chris, you know, works in that industry. Randy, do you do anything particularly Seattle? <laughs> and then and you I guys kinda... just started snickering and no one yes. answered. Yeah, no <laughs> one answered. And I was like, do I fuck with her and say like, I'm a seaplane pilot. I'm a ferry boat <laughs> captain. No, I'll tell her the truth. <laughs> you couldn't come up with anything better than the truth. Oh my yeah. god. I think too my point is like you got it's not like I work at Amazon and you work at Microsoft, you know, like you guys have very like the kinds of jobs when you're writing a TV show about a city, you give people jobs that are like <laughs> way more well, interesting than the jobs most normal people have. Yeah, what what if Randy was just like, yeah, I work for the Space Needle. That's my yeah. Seattle job. Yeah, and you were like this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> <Smith> Tower. <laughs> yeah. I should have said that. That was the thing that Jan, that's why she was upset with the article. She was like, 
I think the article makes you seem kind of stupid. She's like, you're doing an emergency what? podcast about Mexi fries. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jen, Damn, we did burn. an emergency podcast about Mexi fries. This wasn't made up. <laughs> the Fresh Prince wrote a song about this, and it's called Parents Just Don't Understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't like, fucking get it. I feel like I was um, maybe playing with capitalizing very special episode, just again, as a... <laughs> As a to 90s re- reference. Right. To reinforce, yeah. To reinforce the, you know, the dryness of saying that. But it's not about the caffeine pills. That's too much. Yeah. It's, yeah. I was wrong. We had to instantly convene when the taco burger was at two locations. <laughs> Just you. I mean, we we now have a taco eating. time bat signal. Yeah, it, you have to understand how much self-control it took the four of us to not do an emergency podcast about the caricature, knowing that we were going to talk to you, knowing that we were going to talk to you within 48 hours. We're like, just keep it, keep it in, just hold on. Just. I mean, is that the whole reason you contacted me? Oh, oh God, no. Oh, no. This was this was written in the stars from the moment the interview was happening. We're like, oh, she's got to be on this podcast. Like. When um, I met with Chris and Robbie, they meant, Robbie mentioned this was like... December, November, October, November, they mentioned that the um, taco burger was coming back. And I was sort of, I was tempted to like, I actually feel like I pulled out my phone, Kevin, as I left to start an email <laughs> to you. And I was like, I feel like I'm inserting myself in the subject matter in a way that feels a little weird. Um, but I'm sure you guys probably knew before me or. Um, no, or, we knew there was, we saw it on the menu. That was it. And then I saw, then I saw like, I got the notification of your, your oh, podcast. Yeah. It like popped up on my phone. I was like, yes. I think that has to be <laughs> the magic of it. If we have too much information, then it's like a corporate arm or whatever. But it's like, if it's brand new and you see it, it's just kind of like, we're just fans or yes. whatever. Yes. Very authentic. All right. Our last question. Do you have a favorite taco time location? Ooh. And I guess um, now is it the place you saw prep work being done? Yeah, the Factoria one. That was nice. Big window next to the drive-thru. I'm I live close to the Rainier one. That's my I would say it's not my favorite so much as it is the one that is close to me. And so I go to it. Um yeah, I don't I have not gone. I mean, yeah, I feel like the um Wallingford one I've never been inside, but that's pretty bananas. Um yeah, I want yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't have a favorite one. I've had <laughs> ones I have set foot in. The Victoria one has a fireplace too. That's very fancy. Yeah, it's very. It's like uh, pretty new. They remodeled it not that. Yeah, long I feel like they very intentionally. Actually, our um, art director wanted to take their photo at the White Center one, and they were like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> yeah, yes. I think. Oh man! man. I, but my my Taco Time, um, uh, un, the unfortunate amount of Taco Time knowledge that lives in my brain that looks like the. Uh, the Renton Fairwood location. That's yeah. what I thought it was too. I thought it was fair. I was like, I, I'd yeah. recognize Fairwood. That's Tristan Tristan's <laughs> home location. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, which drive-thru has a sign you guys can pose next to? <laughs> I would I went to the uh Factoria location today after the gym on my way home and I was going to walk in to get my order. Right before me, this couple walked in and the guy was holding um like Chipotle. And then they went in and she grabbed her like pre-order mobile order bag it's like chipotle bf taco time gf wow <laughs> dump him <laughs> yes i was right there all sweaty and everything damn that's a taco time divide right there yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like the, the, the chipotle is like literally across the parking lot that that's pretty interesting that's a deal breaker 
Yeah, ladies, <laughs> ladies, it's a deal breaker. I thought you were going to bring back Randy. Uh, he's a 10, but he doesn't like Taco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a classic tweet of yours. Uh, so the re- part of what you were going to Taco Time tonight for Chris was to try out the green salsa that is now, yes. in, I think, perhaps all locations. We've seen it in multiple places. I ordered it in White Center uh, yesterday before you did. So uh, what, what did you think? It was pretty good. I I had a feeling that it would be best with the with the chicken option, so I got a chicken soft taco and then was throwing it on there with a little hot sauce. I did you know a few bites without the hot sauce to try to get you know the actual just the salsa with the soft taco. What it tastes like? Pretty good. It tastes like really fresh, like a really fresh green salsa for sure. And then then you go back mix in the hot sauce and. It's good. I got a crisp chicken burrito for later that I think will be really good. It's so back in the day. I used to, I not, I didn't even eat the crisp chicken with anything except a mild salsa. I thought that was like the best flavor. Now I'm like ranch, hot sauce, whatever. But I think the green salsa will be excellent with the crisp chicken. Yeah, it's nice to have that option. It's funny that we were just talking about green salsa in that in the context of that conversation with Casey in our last episode and about everyone asking you for it at the Tequila location, Chris. Oh, yeah, because there, there was like some franchise in Kent that had a green salsa. And people always ask, do you have the green salsa? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But but now people would know what you're talking about. Yes. Manifested. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke it into existence. Well, what did you had it out? What did you think of the green salsa? It was a little thicker, I thought, than I expected. So it was kind of oh, hard to sure. like pour it onto the the. I tried a the habanero chicken burrito for the first time. It, it, I just had been seeing it on the app, and I was like, I want to try one, this. the big soft one, right? Yep. It's- How long has that been on the menu? What what's going on with this? That's a long. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, at least ten years. But okay, they previously probably. had the crisp habanero, right? Yeah, there was the yeah. crisp That's, habanero. I'm yeah. mad about the habanero crisp burrito being gone. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that there was still a habanero burrito, though. Yeah, that was there before the crisp one. It's still there for some reason. The crisp chicken habanero is far better. So good. And, <laughs> and, and I started out thinking, like, oh, this is nothing. And th- I didn't realize that it, it wasn't maybe the ideal distribution of all the ingredients in the burrito. So I got to the end and there was all the habanero salsa. <laughs> and it was like, oh, OK, now I now I know what I'm in for. And so obviously I didn't have the green salsa on that part of it. There was like a tiny kick to the green salsa. Someone fucked up the scoop when you're laying the salsa down. You know, you want to snap it just right. So it goes across the whole thing. But if you suck, it's going to be a lot at the end and then just kind of. I just want to say I love everything about this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I also tried the Baja shrimp. I hadn't done that before. And because I don't like the diced really? veggies, I subbed in yeah. rice in there instead of diced veggies. On the but... oh. rice on a Baja, I, dude, did, I, I would did, hate yeah. you. <laughs> I would be like this. I would hate you. This? How does he expect this rice to stay in here? They wrapped it up. They like essentially burritoized my Baja taco, which, which, was, okay. which was good. Baja taco? Yeah. Yeah, the oh, Baja. That's criminal. Putting rice on a taco. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe like uh, not a soft taco. taco. You're talking about like an open the open Baja. Food. That yeah. is hypothetically it was, but I'm telling you I, they wrapped it up. I, I don't know if I agree with that decision. <laughs> I don't like that. It was spur of the moment. 
should we get into discussing the taco burger? So yeah. it is it, it does not now appear on the menu anymore at the test locations that it was at, including the Renton Fairwood location, downtown Renton. Was there a third? Were they at the Highlands? No, it was, it was just those, those two. two downtown okay. and Fairwood. So we don't know whether this means that they're going widespread or they're going. Alicia, what do you know? Highlight. What could you break here for us? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a follow, a hard hitting follow up. We do know that Casey tried Taco Burger 1.0 in the yeah. wake of our podcast at the uh, Tacoma Sixth Avenue location where it's a local favorite. I just, I can't go back now that I had the brioche bun. Yeah. I'm not going back to that weak ass regular bun, you know? Let's hope that the feedback that Taco Time Corporate got in general was as strong as, as our feedback certainly was. I just, I mean, only at two locations for, and how long was that? You think they had it? Like two months, like maybe? Three, two, three months. It was about yeah. two months. Or yeah, I guess it was maybe closer to two and a half. But no, it was the Apple Cup was when we first got it, right? I brought it to the Apple Cup? No. I, well, we had it before that. Yeah. No, no, the Apple Cup was I, in Pullman. It was the week, was was the week before. Yes. Yeah. It was the week yeah, before yeah, yeah. the Apple Cup. It was the Colorado game. So it was uh, great. Yeah. It needs to come back. I just, I can't even, I miss it already. Economy <laughs> <laughs> of multiple taco burgers within Taco Time feels very Taco Time. <laughs> very good. Wait. Like, what is a taco burger? Why is there more than one version? No, I know, right? It's the fran- <laughs> some of the franchise locations have the original one, but when they brought it back, they revamped. When it became an official Taco Time Northwest endeavor, they revamped. See, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> the brioche bun. The brioche bun is what pulls the whole thing together. It cannot yeah. be on just a hamburger bun. I'm sorry, it's not. It's a sloppy I mean, Joe on a hamburger bun. On a brioche bun, it's art. It look awesome. it's sloppy Joe to me. <laughs> I would still eat it. It's fine. I just remember I was shocked when I went back to work there and I was like, oh, I don't got the taco burger anymore. <laughs> like I could literally just bring a bun from home or something, but which I did not do. But yeah, that'd be pretty psychotic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there was a question I wanted to ask, by the way. How, how many episodes of the podcast did you go back and listen to? Oh, a lot. Um, a lot. How many do we even have? How many yeah. have there been? Well, that's a good question. Give me a second to look that up. They are numbered. (laughs) Um, But I guess I didn't make it to, um, and I was sort of trying to target topics that seemed interesting. Um, So yeah, I actually didn't, I mean, after I sat down with you guys, I went back and listened to ones where Randy was a co-host because I hadn't got there yet chronologically. Um, But I feel like you guys are strong out of the gate, breaking news on that first episode with Jake one and then the whole the ice episode. That was one where I was like, (laughs) this is a weird idea I have that may or may not be a story. And then when I listened to the the ice episode, I was like, this is this is a real thing. (laughs) Yes, the story did it right. It did not make the story. Yeah, it it didn't. It did. No, because someone I had someone else quoted another podcast where they discussed the ice. (laughs) I wanted to mention here. Because I, I think there might be some new Talkin' Taco Time listeners uh, after the feature or whatever. I think that Talkin' Taco Time is a podcast that should be listened to chronologically, right? <laughs> From the very beginning. Yeah. We, I think we hone in at the beginning on the history of Taco Time, the specific subjects. And then you can kind of see as it goes on, like Chris joins. And Chris was there from the beginning. But then Randy joins. We kind of touch on all of the things that you need to know if you're sort of like getting integrated in the deeper level of Taco Time. 
understanding the TTI stuff, understanding the like Mexi fry history. So I, I personally would recommend, obviously, this episode, but then starting from the beginning on Talking Taco Time. <laughs> it's it's like cereal or whatever. I, it would be so weird if it was just like just started listening now you never went back you just listen from here on like you know most people most podcasts you just jump in the second you find out about yeah it. yeah exactly i know i said to you guys when i started listening i mean i am like the i'm not a sports person and i have terrible taste in music so i would say like our circles our spheres of interest don't over you know don't overlap a ton other than this but like diving in with you guys it is like a good podcast is sort of being in on people's private jokes and you guys very much give that off quite a bit you know i was like why is cousin katie famous like i need i need to keep listening <laughs> <laughs> well let me take this opportunity also to publicize the glossary that we have we we had to add an entry about the taco time divide just yesterday to the glossary so that everyone can oh, understand wow. that i don't know if i'd link that on the talk and taco time post so i'll have to make sure i do that on there's this episode a glossary? going forward there is yes <laughs> are you in there i think you might be in chris there. is in there randy's yeah. in there yeah of uh, before Alicia leaves gang. also i want to make sure that we talk about a pelton cast subject at the end of this donuts it is donuts yes, <laughs> yes. well the other thing i wanted to say before you get into that to, to tristan's point i have a bit of news also oh I think we learned a lot over the course of those early episodes. And like now we have this fuller understanding of Taco Time International. Before, we didn't really know the whole story at the start. We were kind of learning it as we went. So if you go back to the start, you kind of learn along with us, I think, as opposed to like you jump in now. It's much more of a kind of a, a I don't want to say finished product, but a mature podcast. Have you carved out the first conversation we had with Chris on the Pelton cast about Taco Time? No, that's actually probably a good idea to make it like talking taco time zero point or like you know episode zero. Yeah, the back the backdoor pilot, <laughs> really yeah, the pilot <laughs> demo version. Maybe don't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think. Are we the, the talking taco time has got to be the Fraser to our the Pelton cast's cheers, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, spinoff. Yeah. It's unclear which of you is Niles. I prefer to think of it as the Joey, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> we record the podcast every fucking week, okay? Jesus, at least give us like Sometimes working Mindy or something. <laughs> good, good knowledge there. Oh, no, no. The other news that I had was the Maple Valley location, which was closed for quite a while for innovation, is now fully open as of this i love randy and kevin nodding their heads they're just like yes yes i'm aware of this info yeah. i saw the tweet <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh uh, i did see that now open a and for me that's one that i'm driving by for lucas baseball constantly and i'm like i'll Ooh. stop it oh just kill me <laughs> right i'm like i guess i'll have to keep going so i i think that's an important location i'm excited <laughs> for me service announcement Speaking of just a quick on the topic, I was um, as foretold on the Pelton cast a few weeks ago, I was going over to Winthrop to play in a hockey tournament and a friend of mine left a few hours before me. And typically the play is you stop at the North Bend taco time, you pick up food for the drive, you have food the whole way. It's great. I got a text saying that there, uh, that it was also closed or the drive through was closed or something. So had to change the entire no. uh, sort of route for that trip over um, to make sure. So in instead of getting Taco Time on the way over, we got Taco Time on the way back. But 
it's, you know, you, you got to stay up to date on, on these random closings. You don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Why were they closed? What like, uh, they, they had like oh. a barricade in front of the drive through, but also I think it just goes to serious. Show that, like if someone encounters a taco, a closed taco time, the bat signal goes up. Like someone's going to text <laughs> one of the four of us pretty quickly. Let's talk donuts. Are we good on everything taco time? I think so. Okay. Alicia, you're the food editor for Seattle Met. We are doing a search for Seattle's best donut. Uh, knowing that you probably have not been to all 50 locations or whatever that we're going to go to. <laughs> Where are you at right now? Off the cuff, Seattle's best you could say a couple donuts or whatever. You don't have to pinpoint one. So did, Seattle's did, best a, donuts. Okay. I did a donut story last year. Um, I will say, first of all, I'm a cake donut person personally. I wow. Know, I know. I know. Um, I'm not a brioche donut person uh, in my personal life. Um, <laughs> that donut <so> taco burger. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a big fan of the Mighty O French Toast donut. I think that one is spectacular. The um, Ninth and Hennepin that you picked up during our lovely conversation, Kevin, I think they do great things. Um, I mean, I, I, there is nothing wrong with a good top pot. Um, in terms of brioche, have have you have you guys been to the flower box? We've oh, done it once. That crazy ass line. Uh, the famous cousin Katie went oh. and picked it up for us. That's why she's famous. Oh, is that what made her famous? <laughs> Answered. Just did that for you. <laughs> done and done. She literally brought a cheeseburger to my work before for my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was Little yeah, Woody's. Little Woody's, the mac and cheeseburger. I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to get it. She brought one to me <laughs> from wherever, from Renton to Bellevue. How, did, how was it after that trip? It was great. <laughs> Traveled well. Yeah. Um, but I think the flower box donuts are exceptional. They're incredible. I mean, that's not an everyday donut. That's a whole experience. Um, but I think they're just technically amazing. Um, what else? What other donut places are out there? Uh, King Donut, great. Let's see. What else have you found in your goings on? We're still pretty brand new in the search right now. Have you been to Dojoy, Capitol Hill, and West Seattle? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're fun. Those are fun flavors. Um, I like they put a little donut when you get a drink. They Oh, my God. I saw that. <laughs> my, my phone came out faster than it has ever in my entire life <laughs> when they did that. Like, mission accomplished. Yeah, no, it was just like they, they do that and they know instantly you have to take a photo of it. Um, Let's see. Now I'm looking at the thing I wrote last year. Um, Donut Factory in Linwood. That place is pretty bonkers. They're on the list, right? They are. Yes. That's the okay. one we've been to in the U, the U District location. Oh, that's the U District one. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is smaller, but that yeah, that one's they have a lot of donuts. Um, let's see. What I'm pretty else? sure oh, okay. I consulted your list when we were going through and in, in compiling ours. I mean, it's almost as if lists are designed for people to find them when they Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, good day, good day donuts in White Center. Oh, so okay. good. So, so good. what yeah. type of donut is Good Day Donuts? They have I I get a cruller there that's really good, really fluffy cruller. They have great bars. We've gotten a variety, but they they're also in the like it's it's a good warm donut experience. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it. I guess crullers are kind of hard to make, so you don't get a lot of like true ones, and they have the actual machine that they inherited from the previous owner or some such. I didn't know that. Yeah, full of fun facts. We like to joke that the Seattle Times does everything immediately after us. 
And we also were joking that we did the donut search immediately after Seattle met. <laughs> so. I don't know about immediately. I think this was the last year. <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, it's also not. Donuts are a nice thing because it's a very contained, like you either are a donut shop or you are not. I feel like I spend a lot of time being like, is this brunch? Is this not brunch? But like donut shops are very clearly demarcated. Is this brunch is another spin-off is this brunch? podcast. Is this brunch? <laughs> We've come up with some complicated that people have brought up beignets on is this a donut or is this <laughs> not? Oh, that's like like is a hot dog a sandwich? Like is a beignet a donut? Be- beignet is definitely a donut. Yeah. But if yeah. it's not a specific beignet location or whatever restaurant, I don't know if it can fall under donuts. Yeah. Umami Kushi down in Rainier Beach, they do uh, beignets on Saturdays and Sundays, and they are very good. They have, I think, a sweet potato beignet in the mix that is. Do you hear those words, um, Kevin? I did. You hear heard the words, words sweet potato beignet, right? I, I, I like both of those <laughs> things a lot. So, uh, Jet City beignet out here in uh, West Seattle. I don't think I knew really? that existed. They, uh, well, they're, I think they or no, did they, is that a rip? Did they? I think they're no longer. Oh, no. Randy, you teased us. No, ah. I think they. I think they. They used to have like pop ups, but now maybe they're just like a ghost kitchen or something. Um, but oh. Jet City Beignet is. Uh, I think the only other. The term Jet City and like the sort of vision of Seattle that sort of spawned that nickname, and then pairing it with beignets. <laughs> <laughs> also, being in West Seattle, I'm a little shocked by that. I feel like that is like West Seattle. If any place is not Jet City, West Seattle is not Jet City. I'm sorry. Yeah, it looks like their their Instagram's pretty active. It says they'll be open at their West Seattle spot this weekend, nine to twelve. Um, well, maybe yeah. there's a change of plans and what what donut we're having this weekend, huh? No, we're getting oh, ninth God. and Hennepin. Get the fuck out of here. All right. We've been waiting for that shit all week. I mean, I'm not saying we're not going to do ninth and Hennepin. You're saying we're doing three donuts this week? I do not recommend two donut meal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's regretful. Three taco burgers for one meal, totally acceptable. But donuts In like twice. 10 minutes, too. If you guys I'm, ever like may, like, could you get the donuts and go make a taco burger? <laughs> like, would you be above that? Is that not? Like, not slicing above that. open the donut and then making your own taco burger? Yeah, like uh, in college, my friend and I used to split up and one of us would get the curly fries from like, was it Arby's, Jack in the Box? And Jack the other one would get the yeah. cheese sauce from Steak and Shake and then we'd meet up. Yeah, the amount of shit we used to make like in the kitchen when you're high after your lunch break and you're just like throwing shit together. And this one guy worked at Wendy's, so I'd be like, yo, can you bring me in spicy chicken? Just the patties. And then you can make, you know, all kinds of shit. Cool. Well, this is an entirely <laughs> different episode. Talking, talking, talking. Was a very special episode. I think we need to bring Casey back on for that one, potentially. But uh, uh, yeah, I want this donut taco burger now. This Just get a taco salad and a donut. That's all you need. I have to admit, it was like, maybe I should have done it ahead of the donut search. I'm not a big donut burger guy, so I didn't do the, oh, the no. little Woody's. They're, they're opposite flavors. Top pot one. Yeah. Donuts and burgers should not meet, in my opinion. Mr. Pena's weren't too bad. Just some, you know, tailgate burgers with the Krispy Kreme joints. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> Alicia, so glad we could have you on. And thanks again for your lovely article about taco time. And, and glad we could play a small part in it. Oh, thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. We got to come up with a closing thing for talking taco time. <laughs> 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 do, we, do we have a closing thing for the Pelton cast? And on that note, thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks. I think I usually say that. For... You usually say that? 
every it's, it's 300 every no <laughs> 49 episodes or whatever we're talking taco time i think i usually say that oh. as well okay well wrap wrap it up bro <laughs> our closing is jeopardy talk <laughs> yeah <laughs>